Wretched Radio begins in 3, 2, 1. If the God of the Bible really exists, I would go gladly to hell. And anybody happy to go to heaven to worship such a creature is morally bankrupt. It is because God's wrath is real that His mercy is relevant. Unless you have a real wrath, the biblical concepts of mercy and of grace are robbed of their meaning. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Spanning the globe, courtesy of you, because you send all kinds of interesting stories to idea at wretched.org. They get printed. I tend to read them at about midnight. Try to put them in a coherent sort of order, but sometimes I can't. And that is why we play a theme song, slap them all together in half-dash fashion and call it Wide World of Christian News. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Nailed it. Jimmy. (laughs) Hold on. I should have limbered up so I can pat myself on the back for just canning that post like that. This is Wretched Radio. Very grateful you send stuff. Seriously, when you read an article and you go, well, that's wretched. But, you know, both sides of the spectrum. Send it, would you please? Would you, huh? Idea at wretched.org. Let's go to the birthplace of our Savior, shall we? You're going to have a hard time finding it this year because there will be no Christmas decorations. <laughs> Why? Because the people who apparently who are in charge of putting up those Christmas decorations for the tourists are trying to be simpatico. With their brothers in Palestine, you say, wait, whoa, 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 wait a second. With Bethlehem, that's where Jesus was born. You know, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Despite the significance of Bethlehem to Christians and its high religious tourism during the Advent season, the city is majority Muslim. Did you know that, Jimmy? They're, I did not. Apparently, they're being oppressed right there. There's just a genocide apparently going on in Bethlehem? Wait a second. That seems like it's right there in Israel. In 1950, Christians made up over 80% of the local population. But now, 10%. It is a Muslim-dominated region. And they've decided that we're going to dismantle all the Christmas decorations that were put up several years ago, removing festive appearances in honor of the martyrs and in solidarity with our people in Gaza. Quote. The reason is the general situation in Palestine. People are not really into any celebration. They are sad, angry, and upset. Our people in Gaza are being massacred and killed in cold blood. Therefore, it's not appropriate to have such festivities while there's a massacre happening in Gaza and attacks in the West Bank. All righty. So Bethlehem, the birthplace of our Savior, ain't going to be lit up this year. By the way, don't know if you had the chance to see what we'll put in air quotes, our review of the Journey to Bethlehem movie. I encourage you to check that out on the YouTube machine because I think it's a, just a bit of a filter to help us to determine how much Christian art and what kind of Christian art we consume Journey to Bethlehem, it is the latest effort. How do we figure out if it's a good idea or a bad idea? 
Now, nowhere in there did I say VeggieTales was a bad idea. I didn't say it. So please don't send any of those emails to idea at wretched.org. Pay no attention to the man. An artifact. Ooh, this is very interesting. Archaeologists. They are in Spain. They unearthed a three-year-old gravesite, which, according to the headline at the Miami Herald, says it exceeds their wildest dreams. You say, well, that must be a pretty spectacular discovery. Here's the deets. You see, Jimmy, some people <laughs> don't think I'm hip and current. These are the deets. Ah, uh, details? That's the lingo. Uh. At first, the funerary, funerary stone slab, known as a Stella, or is it Stela, S-T-E-L-A, appeared to depict the carving of a human. But as experts looked closer at the artifact, they realized something exceptional and unusual. What was it? It turned archaeological assumptions on their head. Okay, so they found one artifact, and they're claiming this this just changes everything about archaeology. What was on the Stella Stila? It was a fellow who was um they you could tell it was a fella. We'll just leave it at that. It was quite vivid. You could tell it was a fella, but it also had a necklace on. And you know what that means. Genders were fluid 3,000 years ago. That's what that means. That's right. They've assigned both male and female features to the carving in an effort to try to get you and me to say, okay, fine. So 3,000 years ago, they thought that was right too. All of that from one Stella, this led the archaeology team to consider that the social roles depicted by these carvings were more fluid than previously thought and not restricted to a specific gender. Do you smell that? Do you smell it? That, that would be the odor of desperation. Let's go to New Jersey. Maybe that's what we were smelling. You know, people take shots at New Jersey. And I understand that if you've only flown into Newark, you get outside of Newark. I'm telling you, New Jersey, it is a gorgeous state. I, I, Northern New Jersey, it is as beautiful as any other place in this country. It's just unfortunate that most of us do a word association. You say New Jersey, I say Newark. New Jersey, they're dropping so help me God as an oath requirement for candidates who fill out their paperwork to run for office. They used to have to say that, but because of a complaint. <laughs> That's all it takes these days. A 70-year-old libertarian who hopes to run for Congress filed a federal lawsuit against the Secretary of State claiming New Jersey forces people who run for office to swear to a religious oath. Quote. Just listen to this. This dude's 70. He should know better. By requiring plaintiff to swear so help me God in order to run for public office without a secular option. This must be so hard for this man. The Secretary of State has inflicted 
and will continue to inflict irreparable harm upon the plaintiff. Wow. Wow. Irreparable. Oh, because remember, words are weapons. So watch how you use them. Unless, of course, we support Palestine. Let's go to Finland, shall we? Good news out of that nation. Do you remember the story of the lawmaker? She had the audacity to quote the Bible about 10 years ago, 2000, well, 19 years ago, 2004 pamphlet titled Male and Female, he created them, quoting Romans 1, 24 through 27, prosecuted, threatened, jailed, the whole shebang, and the higher court. Now, this is the second victory. It was a lower court then that was, of course, appealed because, you know, Angry atheists have a lot of money and free time. So they brought it up to a higher court, and the higher court said, nope, you can quote the Bible for now. That's good news. Did you ever think we'd need that ruling in the West? (laughs) Shocking. High school football coach. This is in Georgia. What team was he? Uh, Tattnall County High School. You familiar with that, Jimmy? Tattnall County? I am not. Did I mention I was in Tennessee over the weekend? I think so. Drove back, didn't go through a Tattnall County. It was, oh, what's the name of the county? Boy, it was pretty. I got to tell you, there's something about small towns. I I just got to, for real, we didn't ask about your domicile preferences. We were in Chattanooga. And it was just, it's just, you can cross the street without the certainty of death. I, you, you, it's just, mm, compared to these intense places. So if you live in a small town and you're going, oh, I just wish I were in a bigger city, be careful what you wish for. There's something very sweet about a small hometown. An investigation into the incident is ongoing because the high school football coach had the audacity to have some of his football players who profess faith in Jesus Christ get baptized. So guess who got involved with that? That's right. Freedom from Religion Foundation claiming the baptism violated the students' First Amendment rights because the coach was involved after school, after football practice. These lawsuits, they have had amazing success rates around the country. Freedom from Religion fires off. We're going to sue you. That's, That's the Dan Barker and Ronald Reagan Jr. organization. You know, he Ron, remember Ronald Reagan Jr.? Do you think he hates God much? Hey, if there's hell, again, if God created it, then go ahead and send me there. I don't care because I'm not scared. But a lot of attorney generals are scared of the Freedom from Religion Foundation. So this football coach, I don't know all the deets, fired from being a coach. He's still a teacher, but fired for being a coach because... He baptized kids after school, after practice in Georgia. This is Wretched Radio. So you aren't convinced of the importance of training godly men to rightly divide the word of truth in churches 
internationally? Well, then we'll let Paul Washer convince you. You have to support men who are elder qualified proclaimers of the word. When we support a man coming out of TMAI, we know not only that he is properly trained, but we know that he will still be supervised. Would you please join TMAI, the Master's Academy International, in advancing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through expository preaching in local churches around the globe. It's a magnificent ministry and it's so important. Please consider partnering with TMAI at wretched.org slash pastor, wretched.org slash pastor. Thank you for supporting indigenous pastors around the world. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening to Wretched Radio today. We appreciate you when you tune in and listen every day. We appreciate you when you visit our website and purchase our resources. And we appreciate you when you reach into your pocket, pull out your hard-earned money, and donate to this ministry. That means more to us than you realize. As a matter of fact, it means the world to us, quite literally, because you help us reach people all over the world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it costs way more. More than pocket land and warm feelings to produce Wretched Radio and TV, Road Trip to Truth, and Transformed. It takes resources and it takes gospel partners. So for those of you already on board as ongoing monthly gospel partners, thank you. And if you haven't become an ongoing monthly gospel partner, we would love it if you would prayerfully consider doing so. All of the answers to all of the questions we know you have can be found at wretched.org slash donate. Wretched. Amazing grace. Amazing gospel. If you happen to be staring down the health insurance barrel and you are groaning because you're going to have to figure out what do we do? Can we change? What do we get in November when it's open enrollment month? That barrel can be removed because every day is enrollment day at MediShare. Would you please call them if you're dealing with the health insurance blues? <laughs> please Take two minutes out of your day and give them a call at 844-34-BIBLE. 844-34-BIBLE. If you're not familiar with MediShare, it's affordable biblical health sharing. Average family saves $500 per month. Average. Their ratings, high, teledocs. Please check out MediShare by calling them, finding out how much your family will save. Or you can visit MediShare.com slash wretched, MediShare.com slash wretched, where every day is enrollment day at MediShare. Important dates in Christian history. 1545, the Council of Trent opens. Called by the Roman Catholic Church in response to the Reformation, it addressed abuses in the Catholic Church and further entrenched dogmas concerning the authority of the Pope, the need for works in salvation, and the saving nature of the Mass. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Hey, when you look at the time, this is Wretched Radio. If you are looking at the month of November and saying, Honey, we got to hurry up and make our insurance plans, otherwise... The window known as Open Enrollment Month is going to close. Not at MediShare. Please consider checking out MediShare. Really, you should. Oh, I grant you, it, it might not be a perfect fit for you and your family, but it is for almost a half a million people. 
billions of dollars of health expenses shared amongst believers. It's called MediShare. You can learn more at MediShare.com slash wretched or call them two minutes and you'll discover how much your family saves with affordable biblical health sharing average family $500 a month. It'll take you two minutes. Okay, maybe a little longer because sorry, they're going to want to pray with you when you're done. 844-34-BIBLE. 844-34-BIBLE. Jimmy, let's keep spanning the globe. If you live in Nepal, you aren't going to be watching TikTok. Why? Because the powers that be say it disrupts social harmony, goodwill, and flow of indecent materials. Therefore, you can't watch TikTok in Nepal. I have to, Jimmy, did I mention I was in Tennessee? Really? Yeah, I was in Tennessee. Went out for pancakes. Why? Because we're in Pigeon Forge. And what do you do in Pigeon? There's only, they only have pancake restaurants there. Of course, they only have those until you want to go to one. Then they seem sparse. Nevertheless, went to a flapjack place. Pancakes were good. They had a, they had kind of a crust to them. They were, they were thinner. And and I actually had to cut my pancake with a knife. So it had a texture that I I rather enjoyed. Friel, we couldn't possibly care less about your breakfast preferences. And as we sat in the booth at this diner, looked at a table, there were six kids, uh, ranging in age probably from 16 to 24. Six kids, head down, buried in their individual cell phones and their individualized custom-made experience. I got to tell you, that uh, it just it just grieves me, and I I looked over to see what are they staring at? One this 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 girl. Okay, she was a little younger. She was maybe like twelve, and I could see her screen. She's holding her screen, and she's playing one of those. Uh, Jimmy, you play these games on the on your cell phone, yeah? Where the the blocks, you know, you kind of you just keep swiping and swipe trying to put the blocks into an order or a color. What it's super popular. I don't know the name of it. Tetris. Something like that. Mindless. Yeah. Totally mindless. And then I looked at around the, because I could only see some of them. The one kid was, I couldn't see his phone because he was blocking. The other ones weren't at the right angle. But then the kid on the on the right-hand side, I could see his tablet set up on the table. Because being with five other young people, it's just not enough to keep my attention. I honestly. And I looked. Swipe, 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 TikTok videos, TikTok videos. You know what that's doing for that kid? Nothing but making him depressed. Nothing but turning on his pleasure center in his brain and just keeping it on overdrive. I, I gotta keep, I gotta keep it going. I gotta keep feeling. I gotta have that stimulus. I, I can't even describe it. I don't even think I'm addicted to this thing, but I gotta watch this. I can't walk my dog without looking at my screen. I can't be at a party without looking at my screen. It cannot be good for this. It can't be good for you. It it feeds you with images. Hey, Nepal gets it. How disrupt social harmony? It's feeding you. It's telling you how to think, how to view life. It's giving you a filter to determine: Am I in a good place or not? And the answer for most is: I'm not. And I'm miserable about it, which actually, hold on a second. I have got an article about that very subject buried here. Oh, by the way, 
human AI pin. No, November 16th. I don't know if you heard about this. This is a device that has no screen. It's a small gadget with a magnet that pins it to a wearer's clothes. A camera and sensors scan a wearer's environment and pick up on contextual cues for answering queries, like where to shop when visiting a new city. While it's primarily voice activated, it has a tiny projector to beam out laser icons and text on a user's palm. The company touts the computer vision features like holding up a piece of food to the device to get an evaluation of nutritional value, as well as translation features that speak in your own voice. Yikes. Scary. Here it is. Found this in The Atlantic. These teens got therapy, and then they got worse. You say, what's the therapy? I say CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. You say, I'm not familiar with this. It's been all the rage now for a number of years. This is how to help people cope, how to, how to get them to think things through differently. And researchers in Australia decided, hey, let's have, it was, there were two test groups, a thousand young teenagers were invited to two classes. One of them taught DBT, which incorporates therapy, like cognitive reappraisal, reframing negative events in a more positive way, including more avant-garde techniques such as mindfulness, being in the present moment. So they put hundreds of teens into this program and they discovered they got worse. <laughs> Why? Because it's secular. It, it can't help them the amount of junk that is being funneled into young people right now via TikTok, via the YouTube machine, all of the social media, it's driving these kids to depression. There's a lot of other reasons. I do believe that evolutionary worldview contributes to this, that Nietzsche was right. It's a nihilistic world without God. What's the point? I'm just worm food. I think a low view of life in the pro-choice movement I think the breakdown of family, I think the sexual liberty that has been offered to everybody has helped people to feel absolutely miserable, just like the Bible says you will when you link your body to another person's body in that way. No sin so affects the body. All of those reasons, kids are hurting. The special DBT for Teens program covered a range of both mental health coping strategies and life skills. So they were told to pay attention to things they wouldn't typically notice, like a sunset. Oh, that's going to, that's really going to help a kid feel better. Another was to sleep more, eat right, and exercise. Jimmy, I'm filing a grant petition for us. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, th I think, Jimmy, you and I could come up with some great tips for people to help them have just feel better. Like sleep more, eat right, and exercise. Oh, yeah. that's Somebody with a degree came up with that. <laughs> they were taught to accept unpleasant things they couldn't change. Why should they accept it? Why shouldn't they conclude that they're just worm food? Why shouldn't they? You have no source of authority. I, Jimmy, as I was driving in Tennessee, there was actually a billboard. It had a Bible, and it, it said something like, uh, who's the authority here? Or who's your source of authority? Hmm. Great word. That's what secular humanism is all about. I say, 
But we should be asking them, why should I trust you? Why should you trust yourself? What happened was not what they predicted. The therapy seemed to make the kids worse. Immediately after the intervention, the therapy group had worse relations with their parents and increases in depression and anxiety. I heard a joke when I was in Sevierville. No, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. The water is so cold. How cold is thank it? You, thank you, Jimmy. I knew I could count on a Tennessean <laughs> to know when to come in. Water is so cold. Your teenagers will agree with you. The water is cold. <laughs> it's actually, I thought That's, a funny joke. That is pretty yeah, funny. It was kind of a funny joke. They didn't do so good with their parents. They were also less emotionally regulated and had less awareness of their emotions, and they reported a lower quality of life compared with the control group. That's what the world is trying to do to help the kids to feel better. Hold on, as long as I'm on a tangent. Friel, that's all you're ever on is a tangent. Oh, here you go. Here you go. I got Jimmy, I'm telling you, we could be making a lot of money. 15 simple habits that can seriously improve your mental health. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Get sunlight in your eyes each morning. Mm -hmm. That's going to help me feel better about how miserable yeah. I am. Take, I'm not making this up. This is from fatherly.com. Take cold showers. Pay attention to your breathing. Move your body. Watch more comedies. Listen to a podcast. Call or text a friend. In other words, keep, keep feeding your brain the junk that's causing your brain to be miserable. Keep a journal. Read some inspirational quotes, eat a little healthier, write more lists, and finally, I kid you not, chew gum. That is what the world has to offer people who are hurting. And one of the contributors, according to Nepal, is the TikTok machine. Mom and Dad, we might not ban it in the U.S. of A., although our government did, <laughs> for government workers. But you might want to think long and hard about doing that. With your kids, are you going to win the popularity contest of the year? The mom who's just so amazing all the time? Probably not. But your kids might ultimately be a whole lot healthier. This is Wretched Radio. And it's now time for a Wretched News Break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. First up a story, a positive story coming out of Nigeria, where this isn't typically the case, but a Nigerian evangelist was rightly acquitted after rescuing a convert from violent persecution. Again, this is an isolated incident, not the actual norm of what usually happens to Christians in Nigeria. And dangers still remain all over that country, but this is a little glimmer of justice amid the brutality against Christians. Let's continue praying for all of our persecuted brothers and sisters in Nigeria and all over the world. Well, in sports news, another male swimmer has claimed female identity and easily dominated women's competition, breaking records with ease. This particular swimmer that is pretending to be a female is doing so after spending three years on the male swim team. Uh, shocking no sane person. And again, here are demonstrating clear physical advantages over women. Hey, look, I'm all for safeguarding fairness in sports, but that means respecting biology, not identities. 
<sighs> and speaking of transgenderism, the Biden administration has been seeking to strip medical professionals of conscience protections on these transgender mandates, which means forcing doctors to deny biological realities and human dignity. And this ideological sense of medicine is jeopardizing the lives and the sanity of patients. But it all falls under the realm of wokeness. And just like sports, health should not be governed by popular ideology, but rather reality. And speaking of reality in this realm, a Canadian female boxer recently refused to compete when she learned that her opponent was a biological male. That's a courageous stance for common sense in women's sports. And obviously, she received some backlash from trans activists. But hey, look, you can give all the backlash you want. You can't make a woman stand in the middle of a boxing ring and take a beating from a man. And that's exactly what this woman was being asked to do. Good honor for not doing it. And finally, a concerning new Chicago police policy has barred officers from affiliating with biased groups even liking certain social media posts. You know, I, I don't know what the intent is behind this, but you know, free speech still means something in this country. I think it still means something, at least it should. What constitutes bias? Well, that remains unclear, but this is opening the door to punishment of those that disagree with the popular stance at the moment. But hey, look, Americans still have rights, including disagreeing with leadership without being punished. And that's today's Wretched News Break. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Books of the Bible Luke was a physician and companion of Paul, who wrote an orderly account of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He meticulously details names, places, and events. Luke shows great concern for people of every class, especially overlooked or undesirable people. We are all from various places and classes, but Jesus Christ is the Savior for all mankind. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Hang, hang, hang. Hang, 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 hang. What's, what's wrong? Not getting a word. I just have some sinus issues. I was just in Tennessee and the allergy. Nah. This is Wretched Radio. Uh, Jimmy, I do believe I'm going to be able to divine the contents of the voicemails that you have put into my sound folder because it says recent guests yeah. would those recent guests happen to be I don't know Justin Peters and Jim Osmond it could be all right all right let me just go further Justin's is going to be really nice Jim's is going to be really sarcastic. <laughs> You're our prophet, sir. All righty then. Let's listen together, shall we? Hey, this is Justin Peters. I just wanted to say how grateful I am to have had the opportunity See? to record That's him. that episode with Jim Osmond on Wretched. And uh, we have some more episodes that, Lord willing, will be released yep. uh, in the future. And yep. hopefully they will be just as wretched as this one was. <laughs> I really had a good time. I appreciate y'all so much. God bless. That's Justin right yep, there. Yep. Such a jerk, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be just a little bit like him. On the other hand, you've got Jim Osmond. Yeah, I just want to say I just listened to the episode with Justin. Here we go. Jim Osmond, and that was one of the most insightful and well done episodes <laughs> in, I think, the history of Wretched Radio. I don't know where you got those two guys, but they are truly uh, gems. I, I would recommend. 
probably flying them down once or twice a year just to put them on the radio. <laughs> what an incredible addition they were to the wretched lineup. So thank end? you very much, Todd and Jimmy, <laughs> no. for doing that. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, kudos to both of you for seeing the <laughs> the uh, brilliance of that opportunity to expose them to the rest of Christianity. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jimmy, I think I could write a book and sell it at Lifeway. I'm, I'm just. This is how you can know who left the voicemail for you, Jimmy. I got another one here. How you do? I think this one. I think okay. All right, it says thanks. So this one is this loaded with any any fire that I need to be aware of before I hit play? I, I don't think so. All right, calling. I've been reading Pastor Todd Friel's books and I've actually read them all, but I just wanted to. Th- just leave a message of thank you because thanks to Pastor Friel, I not only found my church, oh, excellent. but now I'm doing my studies to be baptized and hopefully I'll be baptized by Christmas. Outstanding. So, um, Can I, Jimmy? Yeah. I just, mm, that makes me happy on a very deep level because that is always our hope that you will find a good church, that you will get plugged into a local church. In fact, that you would be so connected to your local church you don't, you don't even have time to listen to us anymore. That's that's our hope. So I just love hearing this. And she's going to be obedient to the first commandment of our Savior, getting baptized. Well done. There's a lot of amazing things have happened, and it's because of Pastor Todd Friel, mm-hmm. who just mm-hmm. he started it on my started me on my journey. So God bless you, and I thank you, and keep doing what you're doing because it's working. Bye. Wow. Well, then, can we go home now? Because I'm pretty <laughs> much done here. Yeah. If you're a gospel partner and you support us financially, I hope that encouraged you. That's 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 what we do together here. And by the way, if you're not a gospel partner, this would be a very, very good time to consider becoming one because we've got, again, amazingly, a matching gift for the year-end campaign. It's amazing. So uh, everything that you give it will be doubled. So you could run to wretched.org to do just that. While you're checking out the Black Friday sale, which apparently now you can start November 1st. I saw a commercial on the TV and no, I wasn't watching it in Tennessee. Saw a commercial and it was an advertisement or maybe I was just out in public seeing a TV. Black Friday, all November long. (laughs) doesn't even make sense. See, the problem then is that it's not Black Friday. It's Black November, but anything for a sale. Let's continue traveling around the globe, uh, shall we? By the way, Justin and Jim, unless we edit him out, of course, will be involved in other editions of Wretched. They were so great when they came in. Hmm. Those guys, I'm telling you. Such a joy, such a delight. Jim is a great pastor. He's a great preacher. And Justin is, you know, Justin. So super grateful to those guys. It was a real blessing to have them here. And I think, Jimmy, two more shows, three more shows. Two more. Two, two more, more shows. What are the subject matter for the... I know they were doing spiritual warfare. Yeah, they did spiritual yeah. warfare. And then it's a um, the uh, plethora of topics that you left ah. for them. The envelope game. Right. The envelope. And didn't... Wasn't there something... Was there also... No. There wasn't something in there on discernment. I actually want Justin to come back first quarter next year. We're, we're going to put together a resource on discernment that can be used for Sunday school. Because there are rules to the game. 
And, and they need to be known. They need to be studied. They need to be practiced. So Justin is going to come in. He's already consented. As, assented? He's given a, he said yes. He's going to be coming in here to do a, a DVD streamer video thingy. Whatever it is that you kids are looking at these well, days. You better fly Jim in too because people are clamoring for him. Jim is clamoring for Jim. <laughs> That's it, Jimmy. That's just Jim. He's clamoring for Jim. I suck. I saw something on a, I don't know, YouTube, whatever it was. Oh, and I just, it was one of the lowest moments of my life. There was some sort of Lego competition and it was singular. And that hurt just a little bit because <laughs> I'll never admit that Osmond is right. No, no, About no. anything. <laughs> Let's go to Wisconsin, shall we? Cool. Wisconsin City, the administrator, sent a memo to employees saying, okay, we told you you couldn't put up Christmas decorations, but I guess you can now. That's a big win right there. <laughs> Being told you can't put up Christmas decorations in your queue because you work for the government. Woo. If you work at Disney, you can look forward to putting a pronoun pin on your on your uniform. Now, this is not mandatory. It's presently voluntary. I'm not saying it'll be about a minute and it'll be mandatory, but right now they've created a pronoun pin. Hi, everyone. We're excited to introduce pronoun name tags in our area. Pronoun name tags help us to understand each other more and bring a positive impact within our community and it forces the Christian to say something they don't think is accurate. I'm sorry, I added that part, but I just sensed that that was right in there. Now, here's my question. Now, this is just for the custodial staff at Epcot. Why not Minnie? Why not Mickey? Or Goofy and whoever the other Disney characters are. Shouldn't they have to wear pronoun pins to California? spent $4 million on surgeries, including uh, they mutilated people's bodies who thought they were a different gender. They spent $4 million. Since 2007, the state pays prisoners for prisoners to undergo body-altering surgeries. California spent I'm, I, I can't break it down for you because I'd have to say the word, and I don't want to tell you what they have done to male human beings. Absolutely staggering. They also spent $184,000 on facial feminization surgery for two male inmates. Well, good to be a prisoner if you're confused, I guess. Now, please note, if you have a root canal Inside of our, you need a root canal when you're in a California prison. They will not pay for that. What do you think they are? A <laughs> bank where they can just print money for your toothache? No dental services for inmates. They started doing sex reassignment surgeries in 2017 on a 57-year-old convicted murderer. I'm sorry. Why is a convicted murderer alive? I'm sorry. I'm increasingly a very big fan of the death penalty. Swiftly. Just, if we know beyond the shadow of a doubt, life should be esteemed more precious than to let somebody sit in a prison in California 
and receive sex reassignment surgery. 2020, California passed Senate Bill 132, which took effect in 2021, allowed biological men who identify as females to request a transfer to a woman's prison. Hey, and if that's not bad enough for you, church in Scotland decides, okay, we'll listen to one complaint, one complaint from an individual who said the environmental noise from the ringing of the church bell on top of the hour. Could you stop it? And the Church of England said, yeah, we will, even though it had been ringing every hour for the last 200 years. In the meantime, the Church of England, they're now blessing. They're not performing gay marriages, but they're blessing them. Slip sliding away. Listen. Slip sliding away. It's Paul Simon. As the Church of England goes slip sliding away. In the meantime, the Pope fired the conservative bishop in Texas who was complaining about the movement of the Catholic Church way to the left. Well, that that could serve as a tell, maybe a little bit of a predictor of where this Pope might want to take the Roman Catholic Church. This is Wretched Radio. I would say the Tomorrow Clubs is a wonderful ministry. Kids are getting saved like crazy, not just in Eastern Europe, but also in Africa. And it's so efficient. I was just with Paul and Cindy Marty, and I asked, and I said, in in American currency, how much does it cost to have a kid come to a Tomorrow Club four times a month? So every single week, what, what does it take to make that happen? Ready? A buck, one dollar. That's it. The kid comes, they get treats. They get materials that they learn the Bible. They memorize a buck because it's it's all volunteer driven. All those dear ones, they're volunteers. It's an amazing ministry. And if you have a heart for the lost in Eastern Europe, Africa, and you love supporting ministries that are super efficient and biblically sound, I would point you in the direction of tomorrowclub.org slash wretched, tomorrowclub.org slash wretched, and ask how many children might I be able to support per month? Hey, it's that time of year when your wanted looks at you and says, really, again? <laughs> yep, it is Black Friday, and of course, we have FOMO around here and have gotten in on all of the action at the Wretched Store. I'm talking prices being sliced up to 50% off. Not to mention, when you spend just $50, we'll throw in free shipping, because we love you. But wait, there's more. If you spend $75 or more, we are going to include a bonus Wretched 40-ounce tumbler. Think Stanley, but of the wretched variety. And here's the catch. This tumbler is a limited edition. So exclusive, it's not even for sale. The only way to get your hands on it is by spending $75 during this sale. So head over to the Wretched Store this week for our Black Friday sale happening all week long. Save big, ship free, and sip proudly from your 40-ounce limited edition Wretched Tumbler. While supplies last, and trust me, they won't. I believe in a culture of life. One of the most impactful moments of my life was when I heard the heartbeat of my oldest daughter uh, in my wife's womb and then saw the sonograms 
of all three of my kids. The sonogram or the, the pictures that are taken of babies, still a profoundly helpful tool, which encourages me to encourage you to consider supporting Preborn Ministries. Preborn Ministries and their network clinics, they are giving away free ultrasounds to women, but they do cost something. It's $28 an ultrasound. And just as you heard Governor DeSantis say, his view of life was profoundly changed when he saw the baby in the womb. When you see the form and the shape and the fingers and the heartbeat, would you please consider supporting Preborn? It's a great ministry of life. It has a high anthropology, shares the gospel with women and with the dads. Preborn.org slash wretched. Preborn.org slash wretched. God has given the church many gifts for the building up of the body. One gift is the ability to discern between true and false spirits. Satan masquerades as an angel of light, and many false teachers present their lies as God's truth. But God has given us His truth, and He has equipped us to tell true from false in accordance with His Word. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Isn't it a little racist to call it Black Friday? Well, I would have called it African American Friday, but I feel that's taking something away from but it. Is it. There's a negative connotation to it. Black. Or does it mean something else? When you go into else? black. No, it's like when you make all the money. When oh, really so black. it's positive. When you're yeah, the it's the yeah, it's a, in the I black. Say. Oh, so I it's, say. A, it's a huge a great times the word black, like black male is negative, black sheep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> This is Wretched Radio. Uh, forget Black Friday. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully it'll be happy and not too contentious around the dinner table. It can be one of those times of the year. A lot of people struggle. Broken families. The kids don't show up. Might I do a shout out to you, young man, young lady? You haven't been going home. Calling your folks. You don't even text them. You don't respond to any of their efforts to perhaps extend an olive branch. Would you go home for Thanksgiving this year? Would you do that? Maybe they're agitating. Maybe they genuinely are. Honor your father and mother this Thanksgiving. And maybe just maybe if you've got, what was the name of uh, Cousin Eddie? You got yourself a Cousin Eddie coming for Christmas. Do your best to just love that obnoxious person. They could be genuinely just agitating. Be, 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 be praying that you're ready for that. Might I also suggest that maybe, just maybe, this is the Thanksgiving when we can justify a message prayer. You've heard message prayers, haven't you? Dear Lord, we're just going to pray for Stan tonight because he couldn't be here hungover, you know. Drinking himself to death. So be with Stan tonight as we continue our Bible study where we're going to be taking a look at the book of Job, which reminds us of Larry. Larry, who uh, can't get a job, ain't been working lazy as a dog, that, that Jimmy. So smite him, Lord. Help him to understand that he needs to get to work. Amen. You've heard a message prayer, usually not a good idea, but maybe at Thanksgiving, an opportunity for you to share the gospel as you lead everyone in prayer that you could incorporate more than, Lord, we just thank you for this day. That's how, that's how we tend to start prayers, don't we? It's kind of our ramp up 
We need, need that time to get our thoughts put together. Lord, just thank you for this day. And uh, yeah, and so just let this go really well. And no, instead, think through how you could actually preach the gospel by thanking the Lord for forgiveness of sins found in Jesus Christ. Be careful. Don't start banging the table like, like, like you're some sort of a revivalist preacher. But you could share the gospel through prayer, couldn't you? Another encouragement? As long as we're talking about prayer, to be praying for the people that are really going to be hurting through the holidays. They really, really are. There are going to be a lot of folks who don't have loved ones in their life this year that they had last year. Or they've got them prodigal kids that aren't coming home. There's been a split in the family. It's Hatfields and McCoys all over again. Pray for those people. And maybe, just maybe, this could be the year where you summon up the courage to actually witness to that unsaved loved one. Be strategic. Think it through. Let it just be floating in your brain. So when you're out in the back deck and you're all rubbing the Buddha, oh, that was good turkey right there. How could you get to the gospel? How could you evangelize that person? How could you share the gospel as your family comes together, not in a way that causes another riot over the Thanksgiving table, but somehow to use the holidays to share the gospel? And speaking of holidays, Jimmy... Yeah. Yourself Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, mm -hmm. and Giving Tuesday, which is a big day for giving, which is the segue that I need to share a new study. Practicing Christians give more to charity than non-Christians. I'm shocked. Furthermore, Christians who go to church, which is a little redundant, versus Christians who don't go to church, they give more too. Doesn't surprise us. The numbers, though, are staggering. 91% of people in a churched household give to charity in 2022. 52% of the unchurched made charitable donations last year. That ain't quite two to one, but it's probably close enough. So when an atheist says to you, you know, you Christians, you're just mean. You just don't, you don't care about anybody. Here's the statistical reality. Christians are the giving people. Don't be bullied by an atheist. Jimmy, I've got an update on the story that we didn't share about two weeks ago. You'll recall. <laughs> well, we didn't share it. <laughs> we talked about it, but we didn't share it. You're, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. High-profile pastor. He was accused of shenanigans. And we didn't talk about it because at that time he was accused of shenanigans. And even though the guy is a terrible teacher, he's a false teacher, we didn't talk about him because we did, it has not been tried. Well, here's the headline. Turns out, according, at least this is right now, the, the story could change, certainly. But those allegations lack evidence. They brought in an outside firm. Five of the Eight accusers said uh, five of the eight were contacted. Three of them said uh, the allegations that have been attributed to me are lies. And one of the alleged victims of this pastor supposedly wouldn't even talk to the people who were examining to see whether or not these shenanigans were actual. 
and not just accusations. So as it stands right now, it, they're saying didn't happen. That's why we need to be so careful when we share stories. I just saw Rolling Stone magazine talking about this story. Why isn't the press talking about, why aren't the Christians talking about this? Because this guy is up, was up to all kinds of shenanigans. Well, they were just accusations, Rolling Stone, and you should have some semblance of journalistic integrity remaining to know that you don't report those types of things. We can do better than Rolling Stone. We don't need to report accusations. To Salt Lake City we go. Jimmy, did you know that there are 12 apostles still alive? Well, there's 11 right now. Still alive? One of them just died. Well, if you're a Mormon, you believe that there are apostles, 12 of them, that sit in Salt Lake City. Apostles are chosen, says the LDS website, through inspiration by the president of the church, sustained by the general membership of the church, and ordained by the first presidency and quorum of the 12 apostles by the laying on of hands. One of them died, so they got to replace the guy. They're seen as prophets, seers, and revelators. In other words, they're continuationists, basically. They also, Todd, that should be pretty obvious with the Book of Mormon. Yeah, that's true. Pearl of Great Price. You're, you're right. They are continuationists. They also become full-time executives, or they're also full-time executives running multi-billion dollar enterprises. And they're not talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is a multi-billion dollar enterprise. They've got a new apostle coming. So they think. But they can't. Because an apostle is one who has seen the Lord Jesus Christ. And I wouldn't shock me if they thought, like their founder, they were having visions. But there's more people than just the LDS Church that claims that there are apostles. The NAR, Prosperity Movement, they claim that there are apostles. It's really simple. That that office, it, it doesn't exist. Don't forget, Paul identified himself as the last one, the least worthy one, but the last one. That should put an end to all the talk about modern-day prophets. Good news in, well, sort of good news in Georgia. The United Methodist Church, 261 Georgia congregations have left the denomination over the LGBTQ divide. So you right now have got an awful lot of Methodists that are wobbly trying to figure out where to go and what to do. I also suspect you might have some of those Methodists show up at your church doors. They might be looking for something that's maybe just a little bit more um, constant than what the Methodist church has been. But to those 261 congregations, I can't remember what it was in Texas, but like 800 Methodist churches left. I mean, they're just, they're just jumping off of that sinking ship, which by the way, boy, the bottom of the Protestant Ocean is getting littered with all kinds of sunken boats. The, 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 the Anglican Communion. Well, we don't, we don't do gay weddings, but we'll bless them. What? The Methodist, the Episcopalian Church? If you're a church and you're thinking about flitting with anything liberal, that's right, I said flitting with anything liberal, please note, you crack open the door. And it will not take long before somebody kicks it down 
your church will take on water and you will find yourself at the bottom of the Protestant Ocean right next to the Methodist Church, the Episcopalian Church, the Lutheran Church, not all of them, of course, the Presbyterian Church USA, the Church of England. Don't open the door even a crack. And until tomorrow, go serve your king.